Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up Uninhibited. Uh, with me always is uh, my good friend Josh Fisher, and I'm your host, Greg Deeds. Don't know why I said it backwards like that, but here we are. Now you gotta deal with it. I gotta we live just, in that. We discovered he has a mild case of speech dyslexia. You have a mild case of speech suck my butt. Okay. <laughs> Somebody's uh, in a brat mood. Suck my butt. Uh, guys, if you're new to the podcast, this is not what we normally do. We actually have discussions about things. Um, but, uh, yeah, normally what Josh and I do on All Queued Up, if this is your first time listening, is we we talk about two shows in their entirety on an internet streaming platform, Netflix, Amazon Prime, YouTube Red, what have you, or Premium now. Um, and we give our thoughts and impressions. However, that's every other week. On the off weeks, we do Uninhibited, where Josh and I talk about whatever the fuck comes to mind. Um, this is more of our, uh, what do you want to call this? Our laid back bullshit sessions? Yeah, there you go. It's our B-sides. <laughs> our B-sides. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, uh, welcome. How are you doing? You look pretty today. Thanks. I wasn't talking to you, Josh. I was talking to the audience. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, before we started, we were uh, trying to, to to figure out what we wanted to talk about this week. Um, and in the process, uh, I put some messages. I should have done it earlier, admittedly, but um, in our Discord, on our social medias, um, pay attention to those because... Uh, before we record, at least I'm going to try to do this. Um, uh, I want to. Um, I want to throw it to you guys topics. for topics. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was yeah. trying to think of how I wanted to say that. I was like, I was like, throw it to them, give it to them. Um, well, yeah, I think we, we should pose the question every Tuesday before we record on Wednesdays about something that they could suggest for a topic. You know. Yeah. And in the Discord channel, and, you know, quite a, a few people have joined already. You know, it's cool to see people in there. Uh, I did create a channel that does have uninhibited, uninhibited topic ideas. So feel oh. free to drop them in there at any time. I actually didn't know you did that. I should pay I, more close attention. I see. Even Greg didn't know it was there. I may have been the only one that knew it was there. So that's my fault. Well, I just don't pay that close attention to certain things. But anyway, um, so we're what we're going to talk about today. So we have uh, at the end of the show, we're going to do a segment that we've done for quite some time where Josh picks five crazy ass headlines, gives them to me alongside a fake headline, and I have to figure out which is true or which is false. To be fair, we've done it twice. Well, it's a segment now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's a recurring segment now, middle of the month. Well, we are going to do enjoy, that. I enjoy it. And right now, you're what? Five? Five for five? Five out of ten? You know, 
Um, yes. I've won a game and I lost a game, and I got three correct in the first game and then two correct in the second game, so. That's right. That's right. So today, um, today is a tie break for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do that at the end of the show. The first topic we're going to talk about is Josh and I were talking about how, uh, being on stage, we were discussing, uh, basically the, the, the house on Haunted Hill. Sorry. The, ha- the haunting, haunting of Hill House. Yeah, I always say that wrong for some reason. There was an episode, I believe with three or four, where they built the, a funeral home in conjunction with the foyer to Hill House. And the way that they transitioned the shots is uh, they, did, they did a 25-minute shot that was continuous. Um, they basically went from the, the... We talked about it on the episode, so if you haven't heard the episode, go listen to our review of The Haunting of Hill House. Um, but in the episode, they, they film scenes with all the characters as, like, adults in the present time. And then the dad, like, walks through a hallway, and the hallway transitions from a funeral home into Hill House. And, and then it shows the younger versions doing a scene, or doing whatever that they're dealing with, because the house is fucking haunted. Um, and it's, it's one continuous shot for 25 minutes. And I watched this small thing on the side that was like, how difficult it was to set up and that everyone had to rehearse the hell out of the shot because they needed to do it in one take or a few takes because you fuck up at the 20 minute mark. You have to do the whole thing over again and they have to set everything else back up. So it's a pain in the ass, an absolute pain in the ass shot, but it's incredible when it got done. And I believe in that small thing, I could be wrong, but I believe they said they did it in one take because it's so long. Josh was surprised by this, and I said, well, I put this on par with a stage play. Like, they'd have to rehearse the living fuck out of it to get it right, and uh, so then we started talking about stage stuff that him and I have done. Um, and uh, I haven't done a shit ton on stage because of, you know, anxiety and all that jazz. But I always wanted to be an entertainer of some kind. I wanted to do something entertaining. When I discovered, you know, YouTube and uh, streaming and podcasting existed where I didn't have to look at someone's face while I was doing the thing, I was like, that's for me. Uh, One of the situations that I remember when I was younger was I was in eighth grade and my little brother was in seventh grade. And uh, he's always been, his name is also Josh, by the way. But he's also, he's also, he's always been a, a loud, boisterous, I'm trying to get attention, I want to make you laugh kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, an actor, if you will. Um, and uh, the way that we handled that was, because I remember when, okay, so before I get to that 7th, 8th grade one, there was one we did where I was in fifth grade and he was in fourth grade. It was a talent show. And we, we used the same, like, me being, me having anxiety or stage fright, as they called it back then, and him not. The way that I handled it was I was basically behind a box or in a box and I had a series of puppets. And I was the puppeteer while he was communicating with said puppets. Um, but then in 7th and 8th grade, the way that we did it, instead of doing something, I don't know, creative like that, 
uh, we tried to just make it work. And I recited <laughs> verbatim the entire Bugs Bunny rap from the Space Jam soundtrack. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was not good. Uh, no, nothing about that movie was good. We you are the this. worst kind of human being. You are awful, sir. <laughs> How absolutely dare you. Um, no, but, uh, well, I mean, you got to keep in mind, like, and I, we've talked about it before, like, I was really into basketball at that time. Really into fucking uh, Looney Tunes. So it's just a fucking perfect meshing of shit, and that movie's not bad. Like it's oh, no, really that movie's well made. atrocious. You're awful. And here's the thing: I was super into basketball. I love Looney Tunes. I can hate that fucking garbage fire of a movie. And you, you know what? Everyone's entitled to their wrong opinions. It's fine. It's fine because I know I'm not, but that's okay. Hey, listeners, uh, just just FYI, go into our social media accounts and our Discord and let us know if Josh is wrong or not about Space Jam. Just, uh, just ask, just, you know, I might put a poll up on the all queued up Twitter. All right, we'll see. We'll see how wrong Josh is for having an opinion. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. Sounds me. Anyway, so what I did was I, I stood statuesque on stage. And just recited the whole thing. And um, I can hear my folks outside the door of my bedroom. And I'm like, please don't walk in while we're recording. Because uh, I forgot to tell them that I'm not a podcast. Fuck. Um, oh, I thought I thought you were saying, you know, at the time you could hear your folks outside your door. And I'm like, wait, I thought you were on stage at a talent show. No, sorry. I... I kind of detracted there because I keep hearing them outside my bedroom door talking and I'm like, please don't walk in. Because they have a tendency to do that. They'll like knock real loud and then walk in and I'm like, what if I was like stark naked just just going to town on myself? Eh, that's a visual I could have lived without today. Uh, well, I mean, anyone can. I'm just saying. You don't have to visualize it. I don't have a fucking wife or a girlfriend, Josh. What do you think I do in regards to that? <laughs> I don't know. I just assume you. Okay. Feel free to edit that out if you want, but. I mean, we. Fuck it. You jerk it. Okay. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to jerk it like a madman when I was younger. Dude, uh, I come home from school every day. That's what I did. But I had the benefit of my bathroom was in my bedroom and it was like 15 feet from my bedroom door. So, my mom, she has a terrible habit of not knocking, just barging the fuck in like she owned the goddamn place. Um, <clears throat> and she'd be like, what are you doing? Pooping. You know, because I would be <laughs> in my bathroom. <laughs> Pooping out my dick. Um, anywho, back to the talent show story. Uh, that was a hell of a fucking ADD moment. Um, well, you know. Yeah, well. well my uh, mom, before you go into that, my mom was fucking weird. We were forbidden to lock our bedroom doors. So if anybody's wondering why didn't you just lock the door, oh, we were forbidden. If it was locked, we got our asses beat. Cruel household, fuck them. Move on. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, so I'm on stage as a statue reciting the entire fucking song. Not moving, not dancing, just with a microphone to my mouth, singing the song. 
Well, not even it. not even trying to get into it. Not even trying to be like. Well, that was my that was my stage fright. That was my anxiety. Like it it froze me. How how tight was your asshole at that point? Oh, well, you could you could put a piece of coal in there and get a diamond out later. You know that doesn't really happen. Right? I know that's a fucking phrase, Josh. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a colloquial little phrase. It's a colloquial. Are you trying to say colloquial? Yes. Okay. I love saying it like that just because it's not the easiest word to say, but I like doing it anyway. Uh, on the on the uh, other hand, Josh, knowing this about me, decides to. Interpretive dance fucking behind me. So imagine this, if you will. Two chubby white guys on stage. One not moving and rapping to a song that is playing, not a karaoke version, so it's Greg and Bugs Bunny at the same fucking time. While his younger chubby brother just starts jumping and dancing around him. And you were what? You were what? Fourteen at the time? Uh give or take. I mean, it was. I was in eighth grade. He was in uh, seventh. So twelve, thirteen, maybe yeah. fifteen. Yeah, I want to say. I want to say. I want to say thirteen, because I believe okay. I was twelve in seventh grade. I got held back in fifth, kinda. I I almost failed fifth grade, and then we we moved schools between fifth and sixth grade, supposedly. And Why did you almost fail the fifth grade? I, I didn't do homework. I never did homework. I fought doing homework. I pretend I did homework. I'd lie to my parents. I hated doing homework. Uh, it was funny because in in seventh grade, they thought I was stupid. They thought I had a learning like a severe learning disability. And they were like, "Well, we're gonna have like your son may like have some kind of mental retardation." Well, like, you we like just want to make sure. Him, so. Oh my god. I'm going to yeet this whole podcast out the window. Um, <laughs> You're going to what? I'm a 37-year-old that likes to ironically use the phrase yeet. Uh, there's an old vine. There's an old vine. I think that's where it originated. This girl got, got a can of soda. She said, this bitch empty, yeet, and then threw the whole thing. If there's a previous version of yeet before that, I don't know. But yeet, Y-E-E-T, is now used in a joking manner by a few people that I watch in terms of throwing something. So, like, the guys that I, was, that I made laugh the other day that I showed you that, that video. Oh, straight. yeah, that was great. We'll have to talk about that in a minute, but yeah, we go will. ahead. Uh, one of the guys was like, well, if I, I clearly, if I want more viewers, I have to yeet a cat over my head. So... Yeah, some girl uh, did that on Twitch to her cat, and there's been outrage. Yeah, it's that, and then also like putting vodka in her mouth, and then slowly like like putting it at the yeah. uh, precipice of her mouth and letting the cat lick it. It's like that's actually not good for a cat. Kind of bad, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, why do you want to make a cat drunk? They're already assholes. I mean, when I was a I teenager, mean, how many how many cats are going to handle their alcohol well and be fucking good pets? Here, here's the thing, Josh, is when I was a shit, piece of shit teenager, when I'm like 15 years old, I thought it was hilarious to breathe uh, fucking pot smoke in my cat's face. So. Like, 
sometimes you just don't know things and you do dumb shit. However, Alinity is like 27? Yeah, she's a grown-ass adult. And not a dumbass teenager, although she has the fucking mindset of one, so fuck her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, off off topic there. Um, uh, yeah, so like that was that was how I grew up. Josh was like, whenever I did a stage thing, whenever I was on stage, it was always a struggle for me because of my anxiety, because of my stage fright. Um, but there were a few instances where it, it wasn't that bad. Um, one, namely, uh, it was in tenth grade. I want to say. Um, I was in theater class, and actually Nate, who you might know as Danger Mouse, yeah, um, yeah. you guys, the listeners have no idea who I'm talking about, but there was a friend, there's a friend of mine who is like a buck fifty, a buck fifty wet. <laughs> He's funny as hell, but he never listens to anything. No, he has severe ADHD. Um, it's kind of toned down oh. a little bit. As I like gets older, him though, but, man. Nate's, Nate's a good dude. He's funny yeah. as hell. No, I love Nate. Like, I, I wish he, he wasn't so busy with kids and family, because otherwise him and I would make an excellent fucking YouTube Let's Play series. Uh, we actually have episodes of one called uh, Gorilla Gaming, which I believe is still up on Mission Star, the Mission Star podcast page on, on YouTube. But those videos, like, I genuinely think that was some of the best shit him and I have ever done. Um. Anywho, uh, him and I had, we became friends in theater class. And uh, one of the things that we had to do for our final was pick a, a two-person monologue, if you will. I mean, it's not a monologue, it's clearly a duologue. But um, a two-person bit that we had to rehearse and bring up on stage. Mm -hmm. And there was a ton of stuff that Nate and I could have chosen from. But instead, like the dumbasses we were, we chose who's on first. Oh, okay. Which is like 20 fucking minutes long and hard as hell to recite. Yeah. So However, we had to like... infinitely better than Bugs Bunny rapping from Space Jam. I fucking... Don't like the worst. Um, yeah, we had to cut quite a bit out of it. We had to. I think we cut like like we had only five minutes on stage, so we cut out a significant chunk of it. But we rehearsed what we had over and over and over and over. We would do it over the phone. We would do it like I spent the night at his house. We just sat on his couch and just kept doing it again and again and again and again. And, uh, sorry, rehearsing it. Don't take that out of context. Um, no, no, I'm not. What do you think <laughs> I am, 12? Well, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, we went up on stage and we thought we had it perfect. And in the, like, I want to say a minute into it, he fucks up his line bad. Like, he jumped ahead almost two minutes into the whole bit. And so I'm looking him square in the eye, and I'm like, I started rehearsing my line, or just saying my line over. I kept trying to improvise away from what he said to get us back on track. Uh, luckily for us, the teacher didn't notice. <laughs> so we got we got an A. 
Well, that's Miss good. Townsend gave us an A. That was tough, though. That was really tough. And then everything else after that, in terms of stage stuff, like, I thought, oh, like, when I was, like, I want to say 25, I was like, I want to try to become a stand-up comic. Dude, that's a tough fucking job right there. So I had a tight one minute, as I thought it was. I had a tight one minute. And uh, we went to a, um open mic at a club. I walked in the front door. My brain was just like, nope, 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 nope. I turned into those uh, alien Muppets. Nope, 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 nope. But other than that, like, I just done, like, behind-the-scenes work. So when my brother was part of a comedy troupe, I did lights and sound for that, and I also did, like, production production assistant work behind the scenes. Um, I've done, I've run stage lights and shit like that for some of the school plays. I'd say that's about it, though. I mean, I don't really, I don't technically count the fucking live stream stuff. Though I could, technically. Well, I think, you know, it's definitely... It's not rehearsed performance stuff, but it's... No, no, it's, it's live on the fly, and depending on your audience and how you interact with them. You know, it can be a good thing or a negative thing. I mean, my favorite thing to this day, still to this day, yeah, I don't know if you remember it, but uh, it was my first Mega Manathon. Uh, and for listeners that don't know, I used to stream for a group called Half Empty Energy Tank. Um, every year, Heat, as we call it, H-E-E-T, um, they put up a, uh, they do a, a charity event called, uh, Mega Manathon, mm-hmm. where they raise as much money for Child's Play Charity in 72 hours playing just Mega Man games. Uh, to be fair, the next Mega Manathon is not going to be what everyone thinks it's going to be. It's actually going to be a myriad of games. Yep. Um, because of certain circumstances and the way things change over time, but... When I was at Mega Man 4, I was tasked with completing or playing Mega Man 4 on stream. So my fucking theater brain went, rehearse the fuck out of this game. And I literally, up until the day that I played it, so this was almost an entire fucking year, I played Mega Man 4 every single day. Some days, multiple times. I could borderline play that game in my sleep at this point. But also, Dude, and that's that's actually how you and I met the first time I ever tuned into their channel. You were streaming Mega Man Four about a week or two out in prep of Mega Man Hunt Four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because by that point, Josh, when you came in, I knew all the like little little secrets and shit, the glitches and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, one of the glitches, which I find to be the funniest, is that uh, when you get run. to yeah, when you get to Skull Man. Uh, which I think is like the fourth boss. Um, if you don't move in his room, nothing happens. Nothing happens. He doesn't move. Nothing happens. But the second that you move or shoot or anything, he starts attacking. Um, so what you can do is put the controller down and do what? Was it Cody that suggested it? I don't remember who suggested it, but they called it the sandwich run. Yeah, somebody in chat suggested a sandwich run. And uh, I had to look up online what that fucking meant. And it's quite literally just during Skullman, you put you put the controller down and eat a sandwich. That's what you do. 
And I would do that on stream from time to time. I would buy like a, a Subway sandwich or a Togo's or something to that effect. And um, Togo's is far superior to fucking Subway. But uh, Hell, my loaf of fucking standard bread and a pack of turkey is superior to Subway. So, yeah. That's true. I think at the time I would be like, I'd like I don't have that much money. Five dollar foot long. Here we go. Um, That's how they get you. <laughs> well, uh, and then we're only giving you ten inches. That's true. It is. It is smaller than a, than a whole foot. Uh, I used to work there. If believe it or not, long ass fucking time ago. I think we talked about that on the fast food episode too. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, I would just do that from time to time. So I was trying to figure out how to do that for the for the live show. I was like, how do I do this and make it work? And Brian and everybody else that was involved was just like, well, we'll just go get some lunch meat and a loaf of bread. And then we'll just make, like, simple sandwiches for everybody. It's like, that's fucking brilliant. So we... Uh, and it was awesome. It was fucking hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And... People were so confused, the chat was confused and whatnot, but once people understood what it was, like, they thought it was hilarious. There was a few people oh, yeah. who were mad. There was a few people who were mad, which oh, always made me always laugh. always going to be somebody that's mad. Right. Uh, but, um, but yeah, after that, uh, there was a, there was a couple other glitches that I did, like, towards the end of the game, in the Wily stages, quote-unquote, uh, once you have the hook, you can, uh, there's, there's an auto scroll stage and there's like a platform that's right above Mega Man at the very beginning of the stage. Mm -hmm. And if you hook that and just wait, the screen will push Mega Man forward, but the, the game still thinks that he's being pulled up. So he just goes straight up. Yep. Just off the screen. And as the level finishes, you can let go of the hook, which then allows him to just drop. And if you keep pressing right and do this, by the time he gets to the bottom of the screen, if you're holding up, he'll just climb the ladder to the next screen. Um, when I did that live, there I could see visibly people in the, people watching were that. Slipping their shit. <laughs> they were just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so that made me feel really good. Uh, what's really funny, Josh? Also, and I don't know if I ever told you this, but, um. That was also when I got to go to uh, Washington, D.C. for the first time. Yeah, that's what you were telling me. Um, during the whole event, during all of Mega Manathon, the way that it worked was that if you are a volunteer, if you've gone to the convention for free because you're part of Mega Manathon, you have to do some work, period. Mm -hmm. Totally makes sense to me. Got to earn your keep, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. So, so the volunteer work that I had agreed to do was sit behind a fucking computer and watch the, watch the, make sure the stream's still going and all that jazz. Um, basically PA. And, uh, however, that was very stressful for me. Uh, because I didn't know how to run OBS. I had not been taught at all. Um, when I streamed personally, I streamed from my Xbox and they have their own streaming thing within the system itself. But when it comes to an actual OBS setup, I, I have no idea how to run it. I still don't. Um, namely because my laptop's garbage and I can't stream from it. Yeah. Uh, I like OBS. I mean, I've heard OBS is not that hard to learn, but I didn't have the opportunity at the time. This is also five years ago now. 
Mm, no. Almost four. Almost four. So three Before and a half. Four in three. January. Yeah. Uh anyway. Um so the longer the day goes and I'm by myself, I'm getting more and more frustrated. Other people who know how to run OBS are asleep. Namely Hutch and Brian, and I'm I'm just I'm so irritated that I'm there by myself. So uh Um by the time it's over, I'm I'm like ready to get the fuck out of there. And Brian knows how irritated I look and, and am. So he's just like, just go do something fun, kind of decompress, don't worry about it, lot of like yada yada yada. Yeah. Um And apparently uh when I was doing transitions for the live acts, because there were, we had we had musical stuff, um, I thought I was doing a great job. But so that was bad. But when I was on when I was on the, the couch, we had a shit ton of viewers. When I played Shovel Knight, when I played Mega Man Soccer with Skipper, mm-hmm. when I did, when I played, uh, uh, fucking Mega Man and Bass, fuck that game, uh, the fucking Mega Man board game, um, Mega Man 4, every time I was on screen, and maybe it was a fluke, I don't fucking know, there was a shit ton of viewers. So, the reason I tell you this is because we went, we went, we went, we went, when me, him, and Brittany went to D.C., we went to the Smithsonian, we checked out uh, a couple other things, and then we took a walk to a um, a deli that was close by to have dinner, or uh, lunch. Yeah. And uh, while we were sitting there, I had said out loud, I was like, you know, I thought I did a really good job with the transitions during the musical acts. And his honest-to-God reaction, Josh, was, the fuck you did? <laughs> oh, well... Yeah, he was just immediately like, the fuck, you did a good job. And I was like, huh? How the, what? Like, why, this is so, why are you saying this? And, uh, he, um, he realized how that sounded. Like, it sounded really fucking harsh. And I believe Brittany also gave him, like, a look, like, what the fuck are you doing? So he tried to compliment sandwich it. Um... He was like immediately like, so you you did a really good job on stage. Anytime you were on stage on the couch, you were awesome. You were fucking hilarious. You did a great job, and people loved watching you. But when you're behind that fucking computer screen, you did an awful job. Like you were stressed out when nobody else was around. You couldn't handle the situation behind there well enough. And and then later when you would do the transitions to the musical acts, like, you you changed that camera angle way the fuck too often, and you had it in wrong spots all the time. But, you also were really good at talking to people who were around the stage. If anyone had a question, you were super friendly and able to talk to them and let them know what was going on. I was like, I'm not to handle this. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> But uh And and you know, you you have to get to know Brian too. Yeah, because yeah. Brian, you know, he 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 knows that he can be blunt at times. He comes across as very direct and he doesn't mean to ever really sound insulting. It's just he can in, come across his, that way. Yeah. It's 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 in his nature to just kind of be blunt. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Brian's a hell of a guy. I love Brian. I love Brittany. 
Oh, well, he's told me a lot of personal stuff about himself and that he had to kind of learn well, how I to know do that he stuff. actually had to actively work on that to get better, to improve upon it, I know. But that's fine. I mean, not everybody is, you know, comes out the womb, you know... Equipped with social skills out the ass. Yeah, immediately, yeah. So, I mean, the fact that he knew that, that there was something he needed to work on and has worked on it is a testament to kind of... is a testament to what kind of person he is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was just... It, that that always, like... It, it, it kind of stung at the time, and I didn't really like to hear it, but... I enjoyed... Like, I enjoy it now. But it was also weird, Josh, because, again, I had done so much PA work before that mm-hmm. I thought my PA work here would have been fucking phenomenal and my onstage stuff would have been subpar. But the fact that it was the it fucking was the polar opposite, version, yeah. it was so weird. <laughs> so, that's that. But, uh, but yeah, other than, other than doing stage stuff, like, I, I don't, like, that's all, that's all my experience is. You were telling me about some of your experience, Josh? Oh, no. No. No, okay. No? All right. I didn't know. Um, I never really had much. I mean, my experience comes to the extent of uh, four school play. Okay, gotcha. Um, in elementary school from first grade to seventh grade. And so you didn't do anything in high school? Uh, embarrassed myself on a talent show once, and that's about it. <laughs> Most of my forms of entertainment have been more room centric, you know, telling stories. And then when I got into streaming, uh, yeah. you know, I still told stories, and apparently people don't like it when you tell stories. Uh, so I moved over to this and enjoy doing yeah. this much more. I think people. That's actually something about our dynamic that I find really fascinating, Josh, is that uh, you have a bit more of, because dad, dad has, my dad has mentioned this before, you talk a little bit slower than I do mm-hmm. because of your region, because you're Southern, well, not hardcore Southern, but Southern nonetheless, and I'm very Californian, so I talk a mile a minute. Yeah, yeah. But I think that juxtaposition between us works. I think so, too. And it's not like, you know, the way I talk slower. It's not an intelligence thing at all. It's just I have a more relaxed dialect, and I always have. The way you said dialect also killed me just now, because you're like, dialect. You added a syllable to that. (laughs) Dialect is three syllables. it has three syllables, uh, now that I say it out loud in my own head. Okay, then. Uh, so the joke was stupid, but yeah, so you emphasize the you emphasize the second syllable with your accent. Yeah, because that's actually kind of a British thing, and the actual, re- the actual regional dialect that we use around here tends to put the emphasis on the second syllable most times in a lot of words. And that's due to the heavy uh, British ancestry here. Yeah, Californians don't have time for second syllables. Obviously. (laughs) It's the intonation. The intonation of syllabic phrasing. 
My, uh, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but my sister and my nephews and brother-in-law, they all moved to Missouri. Yep. Which is mid- Midwest. Midwest? Yeah it's, yeah, it's definitely the Midwest. Uh, they're all Californians. They've all lived in California their whole life. They move like Californians. They talk like Californians. Which is significantly faster than anyone in Missouri. And they have been told this numerous times. <laughs> it fucking by kills pe- me. By people there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, the accent isn't as different or as thick. Like, it's not super noticeable. At least in the where, where they are in Missouri, which is, yeah, like, I, 30 I, minutes outside of of uh, St. Louis. Yeah. Well, see, my friend, uh, my friend Sam that I do the MPSP theater with on Friday night, uh, he lives on the other side of the city, you know, like in Illinois. That is just yeah. right outside of St. Louis. He grew up in that area. Okay. So, yeah. I have a yeah. Decent they're, understanding. They're, yeah. I would say there, there's some there's some slang stuff that is definitely strictly Californian, a la hella. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for the most part, there, there's not much of a difference. But when apparently the boys start talking, especially Nathan, uh, they talk so fast that their friends have to ask them to slow down. Oh, wow. It's really funny. Uh, though I do feel bad for Nathan, because apparently he um, he had a really rough day Monday at his new school. Uh, and he tells he tells my sister, his mom, uh, obviously, I don't want to say it like that. Uh, he, uh, he's, he's like, I had a really rough day. I didn't make any friends. <laughs> and, my mo- and his mom was like, you have to understand it's not going to happen immediately, Nathan. Like, you have to give that time. Just be friendly, be yourself, and you'll be fine. Uh, so yesterday he came home and said he had a much better day, so I think it'll get better for him, but I feel bad for them, because, you know. Well, I mean, you used to spend a lot of time with those two. You were over there almost every weekend with them for years. Uh, just about, yeah. So I know, I mean, I know it's been rough on you, and that sucks. Um, and I know it's rough on them. Yeah. Well, they're on my mind literally daily, so. Yeah, yeah. And that makes and, sense. And I and I, I do keep up with my sister's social media just because they don't post anything, and my brother-in-law doesn't post anything, but she does, which is how I knew about them having rough times in school. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I do have to sit through her trite shit about, like, I have to find a new person that does my nails. I'm like, ugh. Moving okay. on, anything about the okay. boys? <laughs> walk walk into a place. I mean, they're all pretty much the same. Uh, she's complaining because the it's not like the ones here in California or something to that effect. I'm just like, uh-huh. I don't care. I don't care either way. I don't care if she finds a good place, she finds a bad place, I just don't fucking care. But, unfortunately, I do follow her so I can keep up with that part. Well, I'm sorry, with the boys. Sorry, with the boys. Um. I, it was like 8.30 here in California, and I text both of them saying good luck in school tomorrow on Sunday night. And uh, realizing that, oh, fuck, that's right, it's 10.30 for them, they're in bed. (laughs) 
The only thing that I think I actually like to put in my mouth that is stupid hot is... Uh, Penis. God, no. <laughs> That's where the edit comes back. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Son of a bitch. Uh, I was going to say, the only, is, uh, soup. If soup is not fucking just scalding hot, I don't want it. Oh, yeah. Cold soup is the worst. But everything else, I can have room temperature or whatever. Except for fruit, because it's got to be Prefer room temperature it. or lower. For, oh, man. I, yeah. Hot fruit is disgusting to me. You know, I, I do love a crisp, golden, yellow apple right out of the refrigerator. Like it's been in there. Good day. Just super fucking cold, and you bite into that shit. And just get that crisp, crisp crunch sound and that super cold juice hitting you from... Oh, man, I miss apples. You know what I fucking hate? Absolutely hate. When I buy a sauce, like a dipping sauce, mm-hmm. and uh, my, uh, my dad likes to put sauces and stuff that are unopened in the cupboard instead of in the fridge. And so I'll come downstairs, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to heat up some chicken nuggets and then take them upstairs. And then your choice of dipping sauce, because it wasn't opened yet, was not refrigerated, and now you have a warm sauce. Not a warm sauce, but a room temperature sauce. Uh, Which sucks, because I love the juxtaposition of, like, a steaming hot piece of food and then a cold sauce. I love that. It depends on the sauce. You know, say, for instance, with chicken nuggets, you know, you can't. You can't refrigerate honey, but honey is delicious with chicken nuggets. Um, but I prefer honey mustard, but yeah. Of course you do. I like hot mustard. Okay, like um, honey mustard. Yeah. Do you like more mustard than honey or more honey than mustard? I've never made my own honey mustard, so to answer that question, I would say whatever the fuck the store has. We'll see, it's always different. It varies from restaurant to restaurant. I myself like a more mustardy honey mustard, where it's more mustard than honey. There's just a little bit of honey added in for some sweetness on that tartness. Misty, however, likes a more creamier, honey-flavored honey mustard. She likes a little bit of mustard to color her honey. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not indifferent to either one. I think both are delicious. I oh, love I, mustard. I love I agree. honey. I agree. Um, I just prefer if I had my choice. Right. To go I was like, I don't know. Heavy flavor. I think maybe more mustard on my part because I think mustard has more flavor than honey. Honey's just sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, where mustard has a has a profile to it. Especially if you get like a like yellows. I love yellow like Frank yellow ass mustard, but. Uh, you get like a good mustard seed mustard. Oh yeah, yeah. Like almost a mustard butter. <laughs> I like, <laughs> like a, a peanut butter I mustard. I like a good spicy brown mustard. You know. Yeah. Mm. Well, I was talking to my dad about mustards the other day because he was like, "I can't stand mustard." I was like, "I if I'm having a fucking uh, what's it called? A we're talking about fucking food again on this podcast." Um, that's crazy. Two fat fucks uh, talk food. That's what we ought to rename it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whenever I have a, uh... Technically, we're talking condiments, but, you know, 
True. Well, still food, but uh, if I have a um, pastrami sandwich, Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, God. I need mustard to have mustard on it. Mustard belongs on pastrami. I agree. Like, yellow-ass fucking Frank's mustard and on pastrami. pastrami has to be hot. Hot as hell, and the mustard cold as fucking ice. And you had nice, lightly toasted rye bread and some Swiss cheese. I mean, if you're but, going that right, you just might as well have a fucking uh, Reuben. <laughs> no, no, because fuck sauerkraut. And I don't know about that. I, I, I don't. I don't like sauerkraut. So I told you about like my favorite, like one of my favorite treats, right? Uh, probably. Like a beer batter, or not a beer batter, but a beer, a beer brat. Uh with sauerkraut and, and, and mustard on top. Can't do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> My grandma, she used to love a Reuben, and she used to make her own sauerkraut, and I love the smell of cooked cabbage through the house would make me so sick as a kid, and still does. Ugh. And I don't remember. I think it might have been my grandma that got me onto sauerkraut. She tried. And to be fair, I tried it and at more than one stage in my life, and I have never cared for it ever. Um, I may have I may have told this story on this podcast before, and I apologize if I have, but I'm gonna tell it again, or for the first time. I don't remember. Um, back when I was younger, like I want to say sixth grade, um, fifth grade, one or two. Uh, there was a there was a, a roller skate rink that was kind of right next to the elementary school that I went to and um Kingsgate was its name and uh the guy that ran the place loved to do little events he would always have something going on that's he for all the kids he just loved to do something and this one time he was like we're going to have a we're going to have an eating contest and everyone was like what is it what is it what is it and he's like it's hot dogs it's just beef hot dogs enjoy the hot dogs and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm signing up for that. Are you kidding me? He puts the plates in front of everybody, and there's just a mountain of sauerkraut on top of the hot dogs. Oh, no. And he was like, all right, you have to finish the entire... The plate has to be clean for you to win. You so, won. So, my, yeah, my friend goes, I can't eat any of that. And I was like, look, I'll eat the sauerkraut. Take the hot dogs, eat the hot dogs. I will eat the sauerkraut. And he was like, why? I was like, I love sauerkraut. And he was like, okay. So, we finish the plate, and the other kids are, like, struggling to get bites down. They're gagging, and they're just like, oh, it's so gross! And I'm just like, done! Where's my prize? <laughs> Where'd you win? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> it might no. have been more tokens for the arcade, I honestly don't remember. I wish hell at that age it's fucking worth it, especially if you got to eat something you enjoyed. Absolutely. I was like, I got sauerkraut and tokens for the arcade? This is a great night. Fuck <laughs> you, have me. Um, but, so, uh... Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, yeah, I'm I'm missing real food. But, thankfully, that's gonna change soon, and I can go back from eating all these soft foods. Ugh. And I'm gonna go get, like, I'm gonna go get a steak. I'm gonna go get a giant fucking sub sandwich slathered in some spicy mustard. Get a bag of corn nuts, box of grape nuts. I can't stand corn nuts. Oh, I fucking love corn nuts. I've I've tried multiple times mm. to enjoy corn nuts. I mean, I can't eat them now because my teeth are kind of 
shitty, but... Well, see, because of my shitty teeth, I couldn't eat them for the past two years. But now that everything is going to be fixed in less than two weeks' time, I'm happy as a motherfucker. I'm looking forward to it. I'm already planning, man. <laughs> Speaking of steak, I actually have to tell you, this is kind of funny to me. Uh, my dad found a uh, uh, a cheap deal on, two, on, on like, a big-ass thing that had, like, two ribeyes. Um, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah, we'll fucking eat some ribeye. That's, that's dope. I, I'm, I'm hella down with that. Except he paid $3 for two big ribeyes. Now, a person who might enjoy steak goes, that would cost 20 to $25. Well, in a so, restaurant prepared, yes. Well, I'm talking California prices too. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, here in California, if you get a good ribeye at, like, let's say, um, a chain restaurant like Denny's, for fuck's sake, uh-huh. a, a ribeye meal is going to cost you around $17, $18. Yeah, that sounds fair. That's about um, what Denny's would charge uh, in this region, if there were okay, a Denny's that's here. interesting. The closest Denny's around here, I think their menu prices are pretty much the same nationwide. Or comparatively close, but the closest Denny's to here is about a three-hour drive away. I, I can I can guarantee you that if you were to get good ribeye steaks from a butcher in 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 a grocery store, just as chain like a okay. Bel Air or <clears throat> what the fuck ever chain grocery store here in California, you would be paying around twenty to twenty-five dollars for those. For two, for two. That's not much more than here. Like, for one, I think they charge like eight or nine bucks for a good, healthy ribeye steak at our butcher in our grocery store downtown. They actually have a butcher that comes in every morning, with the exception of Sundays, uh, and can cut any cut of meat the way you want it. So, like, we'll have him shave, like, ribeyes down to make into cheese steaks. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> So fucking um, good. Well, on that note, he found two for three dollars. Granted, they were discounted. Were they gray went, yet? No. Okay. They were still they were still pink. Okay. Uh, because they were frozen. Oh, okay. He brought them home and put them in the freezer. Um, and uh, I said, "How much were they regularly?" He says, eight dollars for two." I was like, "Okay, that's really cheap steak, but that's mm-hmm. fine. Steak is steak." He cooks them, cooked mine a little bit. He cooked mine until medium. I like mine medium rare, but that's fine. Uh, I like mine a little past medium, but not quite well done. More in the medium well pocket. You know, not burnt, but not bleeding. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I like I like mine walked to the stove. Or, well, yeah, walked to the stove. Like, get a screaming hot skillet to the point it's almost smoking. Put that fucking sear on both sides and you're done. I, yep. I love that. Give me you some know, fucking. Uh, I've, I've I've heard people. I've seen people do that. It's disgusting to see them eat it because of all that red on their plate. Uh. <laughs> you would uh. hate to eat a steak with me then, because that's how I enjoy my steaks. Um, I usually here's the thing though. I usually ask a restaurant to do medium rare because. Yeah. They, they have kind to get of fuck it, it up a sometimes. certain internal temperature because if not, then... Yeah. Um, but when I cook my own steak, I usually just go screaming hot skillets for 30 seconds, for 30 seconds, and then I'm done. 
Now, um, here, here's a quick question. When you make steak, uh, do you have an outdoor grill at all? Have you ever tried to cook a steak on an outdoor grill? Yeah, absolutely. We had okay. a we had a gas grill a long time ago. All like a right. propane tank grill. Yeah, you, I know. I was you, fucking saw it coming. Some, I saw yeah. it coming, Josh. You tasted the meat and not the heat. And Jesus loves you for that, my son. But uh, that's an <laughs> improper way to cook a steak, man. I mean, I don't mind the taste of a nicely cooked grilled steak. It's good. But, dude, throwing it in a fucking cast iron skillet with a super high temperature on it, getting a sear on both sides, and then finishing it off in the broiler in the oven, that's the fucking way to go. Melting a little butter on top of it in the process. Holy fuck! All right, All right. so, you've seen um, enough chefs. Yeah, I've seen enough chefs to where, like, Anthony Bourdain did this, and and uh, I, just a ton of chefs, but I saw Anthony Bourdain do it first. And it was you, if if you have a steak, a good cut of steak, you get a you get a skillet screaming hot. You take the skate steak, you put it on a fucking uh, uh, a, a cutting board. You don't cut it, but you fucking season it really well, mm-hmm. like a lot of salt, probably rock salt usually, and on both sides, and a little bit of pepper. And then you put that fucker in the skillet. And you let each side cook for however long you want a steak to be done. Then you take the steak out of the skillet. You let it cool down just a little bit. And in the skillet, you pop a, a, a good chunk of butter in there with a clove and some garlic. Not a clove, I'm sorry. Thyme and some garlic. A clove mm-hmm. of garlic and some thyme. And then you, uh, you, put the, you put the steak back in on top of the butter. And you start spooning but like the butter with that's been cooked in the thyme and the garlic on top of the steak over and over. You then can take the thyme and garlic if you choose to with a tong and like rub the steak with it. But once that's once you're done with that and your steak is nicely cooked all the way around, you're gonna have a fucking delicious steak. Yeah, yeah. And Hell, I've uh, seen I've seen Alton Brown take flank steak. And just throw it directly on the hot coals of a fire. And then take it out after, you know, a couple of minutes after he flips it. And wrap it in aluminum foil and let it sit and rest for about five minutes. Ah. Uh, yeah. And then just brush the ash off and fucking, there you go. I mean, it's actually, and I've tried it. It's fucking amazing. Speaking of that, I'm, I'm so excited for uh, the show to come back. Good eats, yeah. Uh, didn't it come back this week? It might have. Um, I know or I saw him tweet something out about weekend? it. Is it this weekend or next weekend? Either way, let's not dwell on the but, food topic anymore. What was well, the other I, thing I, you wanted to bring up? I, well, hold on. I didn't finish the steak thing. The, oh, the, my the bad. Comment, the comment was is that while we were eating the steak, um, I looked at, like, there was so many fucking, like, it was really tough. And there was, like, a bunch of tendons and tissue pieces that were in there that were really hard to chew through. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I looked up at Dad, and I was like, boy, you can really taste the cheap on this. <laughs> he just goes, yeah. So, And he likes his steak well done. So he cooked all the way through where I didn't, but we were having the same experience of, like, this is like leather. <laughs> really tasty leather. <laughs> mm, but that was the point Holy I was getting at. Was you, shit. You don't want to buy cheap steak. No, no, you never want to buy cheap steak. Sorry, I just saw a status pop up on 
my news feed that I wasn't intending to read, but it just took me by surprise. Um, not going to go into context, but here's the thing. A friend of mine posted, I like my women like I like my coffee without other men's dicks in them. Um, <laughs> his divorce was finalized today. <laughs> so congrats to you, buddy. Oh, um, Lord. We need to <laughs> That's catch hilarious. Up. We need to catch up, uh, but I'm glad you're out of that situation, man. <laughs> Holy shit, that, that just took me by surprise. That's fine. That's fucking funny. I well, I didn't even know that was happening, and boom, there's that. It's just like, boom, here in your face. This is how I like my coffee. Without other men's dicks in it. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ, that's good. That reminds me of the Anthony Jeselnik joke on uh, social media. Um, I know you're not a big fan of him, but this joke was actually really funny. Um, Mia Khalifa, porn star. Mm-hmm. She. Uh, she is having a discussion about how much she actually got paid for doing the porn. And um, she's like, I'm not a millionaire from doing the porn that I did for a brief period of time in my life. It's just I was my videos that I did were really popular. I only got paid twelve thousand dollars. This isn't I'm not this isn't a slight on the industry. This isn't like me trying to fucking pull, put it to throw anyone under the bus. I just want people to know that I didn't make as much as you think I did. Um people are now talking about, like, porn stars don't get paid enough, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, alright, whatever. Um, the fact that anybody is paying money to watch somebody have sex with them, I mean... And it's prostitution, yeah, like legal prostitution. It's legal <laughs> prostitution, you know? That's... that's anyway, so, on so one hand, good. on one hand, I'm like, ugh, how could you? And on the other hand, I'm like, good for you. You get yours. Yeah. Um, so uh, the the New York Times Post uh, article on Twitter, the headline read, Mali- uh, Mia Khalifa uh, claims to have only gotten paid 12K uh, from doing porn. And then Anthony Jeselnik quote tweets it and says, it's, a, it's really disgraceful how little our teachers get paid in this country. Oh, damn. <laughs> I mean, that's not a terrible one. That's that's pretty funny. Um, okay, so the the things I want to talk about the uh, the off topic thing, uh, completely separate from food or porn, um, or food oh, porn. I, do, I love both a lot. Um, we talked about this before. How Disney is doing something interesting with Marvel's TV shows, where um, they're having a lot of these like MCU shows going to be on Disney uh, Plus. But then we talked about how they could do more mature uh, uh, Marvel stuff, like like Punisher, and we said that ooh Hulu would be a good house for that since they're going to put a lot of stuff on Hulu too. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, there's that deal. Bob Iger actually said in an interview when they do the Disney Plus service, while Disney still owns studios that produce R-rated content and other R-rated content, that won't be on the Disney Plus service. However, that content will be hosted on Hulu instead, since they are the 60% majority owner of Hulu. So there was a, a, a brief announcement today, kind oh, of an announcement. Today? Um, yeah, Jeff Loeb uh, said, We suddenly saw that there were three or four shows that we could put together that we now refer to as Adventure into Fear. 
the two of the four shows have been announced, Ghost Rider and Hellstrom. Hmm. So that's awesome. Cool. Um, if they're making an entire Hulu series based on the quote-unquote scary characters, or as I like to call the heavy metal Marvel characters, I'm cool with that. There's going to be a it'll, lot. Like it'll a, be reminiscent of their Marvel Knights comics from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, oh, you could fucking have Moon Knight on, on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Please make a fucking Moon Knight show, for Christ's sake. That'd be dope. Anyway, all right. So that's, yeah, that's what I was just bringing up. I was trying to think of, like, other Marvel shows that, or Marvel characters that could have their show on Hulu because Disney Plus wouldn't be the home for it. Where did you see that article? IGN. Oh, okay. Good deal. Because that's, yeah, something, I, I always, will, that's I, something we'll probably bring up and talk about tonight on NPSP Theater. Oh, there you go. That's fair enough. But yeah, uh, it was, it's uh, it's fascinating to me because something that I've always talked about with Marvel that I always find fascinating is that there are a huge number of characters that can have their stories written, but because Marvel transcends time in terms of like eras and whatnot, there are characters that are quote unquote not family friendly. Yeah. Um. So how do you introduce those not family friendly characters into a setting that's uh, uh, family friendly, like, like, I don't know, Deadpool for fuck's sake. Um, and I think that this little plan that they have with Hulu is definitely the, the, the greatest idea for that. Now, now I think the next question I have is, are, is this Ghost Rider and Hellstrom show and the other two that they're going to announce eventually, are they going to be, uh, um, uh, Sorry, are they going to be adult or just like PG-13? I would imagine they'd be more adult. Um, I, I fucking hope, man. Yeah, I hope so, too. Oh, the yeah. new Powers of Ten came out. I'm excited. I don't know what that is. Well, they're redoing the X-Men. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They completely, I still haven't they made... completely ended like the original run. Completely ended last month. <clears throat> um, and Jonathan Hickman is recreating the whole like everything you know about the X Men. And what I'm seeing is holy shit! This is amazing. So far, there's been there's a House of X book. And a Powers of Ten, even though it's Powers of X, but it's actually Powers of Ten. He said, by the time you finish both Powers of Ten and House of X, it'll make sense. And then they're going to launch into new titles with new teams. And it looks amazing. Like the X-Force team is going to be like the, it's going to be like Special Forces, uh, Secret Forces, X-Men. And an intelligence branch. So they're going to be like the CIA of the X Men, with Jean Grey Beast, and uh, oh shit, I can't remember the other one that were going to be like the intelligence arm, and then like Quentin Quire, Kid Omega, uh, Wolverine, and two others be like the Dirty in the Field Special Ops team. Uh, it's just. Really wild. I'll have to show you the shit later, but I'm excited. Sorry. No, you're fine. I was, was going to say moment. that. 
that uh, that issue that you know, the thing you sent me that has like fucking 130 pages or whatever. It's 60 something, but yeah, that was House of X number one. I yeah. swear to God, it is like th- it's like 130 pages on my thing. Well, last week Powers of X number one came out, which is the next one to read. This week, Powers of X or Powers of Ten number two dropped. And to be fair, I probably won't read it anytime soon because I want to try to get through the boys. I got you. I got you. I, ne- I never finished it, so I'm like, I... um. But oh, yeah, we uh, we're we're about an hour into this uh, this episode, so I mean, minus a few cuts here and there. But uh, we should definitely wrap it up soon. So let's um move on to the the to the game. Crazy headlines, huh? Yes, please. All right. As as we have done before, I've got a list of ten headlines. Five of them are true headlines. Five of them are false headlines. I'm going to give you one true, one false. You must identify which one is true. All right. First one. Uh, Florida man threatens neighbor. Florida man threatens neighbors with nunchucks and bug spray, but only injures himself. Or, a Kentucky woman high on crystal mass crashes into beekeeper colony, hospitalized from stings after she discovers she is allergic to bees. Oh man! I mean, the Florida man one seems likely, very likely, uh, just because he can. I imagine that he like was holding the can of pepper or the can of bug spray, and he had like much like uh, Lloyd from uh, Dumb and Dumber. He like sprayed it in his own face, <laughs> um, or he used the nunchucks and hit himself. But the the woman learning that she's allergic to bees after crash like in Kentucky on crystal meth. I don't know Kentucky well enough for that to be true or not. But I'm going to say the Kentucky one is true just because Florida man seems too easy. Well, you're wrong. Motherfucker. A Florida man wielding nunchucks and bug spray tried to quiet a group of noisy neighbors, spraying them and threatening to open fire on the revelers. But the only person he ended up injuring in his crazed quest for quiet was himself. Uh, the the man was 61. He was arrested after the bizarre confrontation, which residents said was sparked by loud music coming from a car outside a Daytona Beach apartment complex late Monday night. One neighbor uh, told uh, told the news station that's reporting this that he initially tried to frighten the group, but the bid backfired literally when he struck the car frame with the nunchucks and they rebounded off the vehicle body and smashed into his face. And his mugshot, his left eye is completely swollen the fuck shut. Good lord. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. He also allegedly threatened to shoot them and douse them with roach spray. Uh, and that's when they called the cops. And he had a cut on his right forehead, uh, an empty can of roach spray, and a box containing a loaded handgun magazine, but no gun. So, I guess he was going to shoot him with the bug spray. Yeah. Now, the Kentucky woman high on meth crashes in a beekeeper colony is a half-truth, 
She was a passenger. Her boyfriend was actually fucked up on meth, and so was she. But they did crash into a light pole, and it wasn't a beekeeper calling. It just had a huge beehive on it. And they did get stung to fucking death, man. Not not dead, but they got the fuck out of there. So Good Lord. So, you know. Yeah, right, well. meth, meth is prevalent here, man. It's like they make, this is where they make it. Uh, this that that Kentucky one took a place a little over an hour away from here. <laughs> All right, so you are a zero for one. All right, here we go. Florida man threatened to bring a gun to Walmart if remote control car didn't work. Or West Virginia man wins chili cook-off and is later disqualified for not disclosing he used horse meat. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say the second one. The the horse meat one is real. Incorrect. Not, what the hell? What? <laughs> yeah. The uh, 33-year-old Florida man uh, threatened to bring a gun to the Clearwater Walmart on Monday if a remote-controlled car he was purchasing didn't work. <sighs> He he actually said, I'm serious about my money. If I get home and this is broken, I'm going to snap and come back in here with a gun. That's what he told the workers, and then they called the police department. They went to his home, and uh, he was like, I was joking, I don't have a gun. But they arrested him and says, all it takes, uh, they said, it. you know, we take all threats seriously. This comes days after that shooting, you know a week after the shooting in El Paso and Dayton. So, you know, here's a, here's a story to you people out there, or a lesson for you people out there. Don't threaten anybody with gun violence, even if you don't mean it. I mean, you can be charged. So that's a fucked up thing. Yeah, yeah no shit. That's... But, yeah. So you're 0 for 2, man. You got to run the table to stay, you know, in the positive this time. I know. I get one wrong and I'm, I've lost, but. Oh, you're still going to continue that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. That's what the butt was. <laughs> All right. Florida woman ends up in a police chase with a man she met. They were on their first date. Or Tennessee man snuffers, suffers snake bite on his genitalia when taunting the snake with his member. Read the first one again. Florida woman ends up in a police chase with a man she met on their first date. And the other one was Tennessee man suffers snake bite on genitalia when attempting to taunt snake with it. Um. God, the snake one sounds so fucking real. Uh. I'm going to have to go with the first one, though. That is correct. Fucking thank God. She was on a first date with this dude, and they ended up uh, at a traffic stop, and he took off driving away from it, and then got, to, uh, they used stop sticks to disable the car. I guess that's similar to spike strips or something. He jumps out. It's two o'clock in the morning. He jumps out and takes off running into the woods. She's sitting there, and he left her, and she's like, look, I just I just met this dude. We were on our first date. 
He's like, I don't have a license, and I'm going to go to jail, and he just took off. Good God. Jesus. But here's the thing. Christ. He, he attempted to get away, and he threw, uh, wait. Oh, okay. The same woman whose date went wrong was the victim in a different violent incident involving another man last month. During that incident, the man the woman was seeing but attempted to get away from at a store threw himself on her vehicle, shattering her windshield, and then attacked her when she got out, and it knocked her unconscious. So at least this guy didn't hit her, but I think this lady needs to start looking for dates somewhere else. Uh, wow. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, that's, that's... That's a hell of a story. The forever. Yeah. Now, the Tennessee one getting snake bite on his genitalia is a twist on a guy that was actually uh, a couple summers ago in a town like 30 minutes away from here. He was he had caught a rattlesnake and he was trying to show his kid this is how you handle a rattlesnake and it bit him in the fucking mouth like on his tongue and lip and he almost died. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So... All right, so you're one and two. Two more to go. Georgia woman becomes impaled on a steak knife to her stomach. Blames Lucifer, her cat. Or North Carolina teen spikes return to school dance punch with meth, and the school nerd is now cool. What state did that happen in? North Carolina. All right. It's rough because the first one seems plausible. Because I've seen, I've heard some crazy ass shit. Like, I mean, just in just in general, with this fucking segment. Um. Oh man. It's really tough. It's really tough. I'm trying to figure it out. Shit. I can't get them wrong. That's the problem. I'm really fucking struggling here. I'm good. Okay, I'm going to say the North Carolina one is the true one. All right. You chose poorly. Fuck. The uh, woman's from Trenton, Georgia. She is recovering after tripping over her cat and falling onto a steak now. She was unloading her dishwasher, and one of her cats that she had just gotten in, a, in the past month wanted some attention. She tried to shoo him away, but she tripped over him when she had silverware in her hands landed on the kitchen floor. And she had realized she had fallen on the steak knife. It was stuck in her abdomen. She's like, okay, it felt weird. But I calmly sat up, and I reached for my phone, and I called my daughter and my boyfriend and 911. Um, but she actually worked in the medical field, so she knew not to pull the knife out. And apparently it turns out it's a good thing because it was just millimeters away from a major blood vessel, and she's on blood thinner, so she could have bled the fuck out had she pulled it out. So that's that's awesome. Good for her for knowing not to pull the knife out. Yeah. That's, yeah. She was in the hospital for 10 hours. She went home. So on the other hand, 
on the other hand, she did blame it on her cat. Well, she kind of, well, well, cats are assholes. They're plotting to murder us daily. I'm letting you know this. And the cat didn't fucking pick up a, a knife and, like, no, intentionally. No, no, she was trying to get it out of the way. The headline's a little misleading, and she tripped over the cat while she was trying to put up dishes and uh, fell on the knife. Okay. That's why she blamed gotcha, the new gotcha. cat. I mean, she did name her cat Lucifer, which is pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, she didn't retaliate or stab it. Yeah, thank, thankfully. Hey, a crazy headline that has at least a positive outcome, right? Yeah. All right. And in this one, Virginia teen attempts to cut her own hair in a video tutorial and accidentally snips the tip of her own nose off. Or, Georgia woman faces charges after a viral HIV video. Why would she face charges? That's, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm analyzing it. So she faced charges after a, after a viral internet video? Uh, HIV video just, on, on the internet, yeah. That doesn't make any sense, but the only thing I can think of for the other one is that thing where uh, Rob Schneider played a character with the tip of his dick, or the tip of his dick, tip of his nose. Uh, bitten off by a whore. Oh, actually, it was Chris Farley, and that was in Dirty Work with Norm MacDonald. Chris and Farley. Saigon whore bit my nose off! Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's what you're thinking of. Uh, I'm gonna go with the nose one. Incorrect. God. Uh, I'm bad at this game. <laughs> <laughs> or am I good at this game? Uh, I mean, you know, yeah, there was you there was a girl sure. a couple of weeks ago. She was doing a makeup tutorial on YouTube, and she lived in California. And an earthquake hit, and it shook the shit out of everything. And all of a sudden, she looks like a clown because she was applying her lipstick when it happened. And that was funny. But I just wanted to take it in a different direction. But yes, a Georgia woman is uh, in hot water. After authorities say a ploy to get even with all the men she felt had done her wrong apparently went awry. She had decided to take revenge on lovers who had left her brokenhearted by posting to social media that she was HIV positive and that she had intentionally infected all of them. And she's like, I always get the last laugh in the Facebook Live video post that went viral, but has since taken down the post. Uh, she's like, I get real nasty and evil. But she named not only the men, but their wives or current girlfriends, too. Here's the thing. In Georgia, it is a felony to knowingly transmit HIV to another person, and it's punishable by up to 10 years in prison. They're one of 19 states that have this law. They require disclosure. Well, even joking about it, it's not a felony. It's a misdemeanor. So she is being charged with a misdemeanor uh, of making uh, harassment harassing communications and faces up to a year if convicted. So, yeah. Don't joke about uh, don't joke about shooting up a store if your remote control car don't work. Don't joke about having AIDS. So, yeah. Dude, how did you do that time? One for four? One for four. Ooh. Well, what's tough, I think what's the, the, the thing that's so fucking tough for me is that you give two scenarios. 
And both are so fucking plausible <laughs> in terms of crazy that I legitimately cannot figure out which is which. That's the beauty um, of it. That's the beauty of it. Uh, you know? Like, listeners, if you're playing along with me, please don't make me feel like a total idiot and, like, let me know if it's just as difficult for you as it is for me. Not to say that Josh should make it easier for me, for fuck's sake, don't do that. Oh, God, but... no. I wonder, I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder how many out there play along. Let us know how you did versus me each week. Did you go three for two, two for three, one for four in each of these segments like Greg has? Or are you, do you, are you, do you have a perfect record? Let, let us know. Let us know which ones tripped you up. Let us know which ones made you laugh. Uh, let us know if there were any of them that just blew your fucking mind that you can't believe that that actually happened. I'm interested in that because I think the whole Florida man meme thing is just great. Uh, <clears throat> on our promo for last week's MPSP theater, we actually made, I made a joke, uh, made a Florida man thing about Brammer involving a snake and snake breeding. Uh, but I'm not going to talk about it on here because, but it was funny as hell. <laughs> <clears throat> um, well, I think that is going to do it for us this episode, Josh. Yeah, yeah, sounds good to me. I need to make some lunch. It's about two thirty now. Yeah, I haven't eaten anything all day, so oh, I just yeah. had coffee. Oh yeah. Um, but it's also only eleven thirty here for me, where it's two thirty there for you. Yeah, two thirty here. Um. But yeah, so so we're going to end the podcast here, guys. It's been a lot of fun. We talked about uh, a lot of interesting stuff, I feel like. I mean, I talked for like 30 minutes in the beginning, but that's whatever. Um, it happened. <laughs> but guys, seriously, uh, hit up our social medias. Uh, we have a Discord now, which has a link under the episode itself, um, or in the description of wherever it's being uploaded. Yep, um, all the descriptions. Give us topics you want us to... Yeah, yeah. Give us topics. Sorry. I was going to say, in all of the descriptions of the episodes, when I publish them, wherever they are hosted, there's a link to join the Discord server where you can talk with us daily. Uh, there's a link to the merchandise store where you can go and order yourself a cool fucking t-shirt or something else, coffee mug, what have you. Link to the Facebook page uh, so you can watch for new episodes to be posted if you haven't subscribed through your favorite listening platform. And uh, the discussions group on Facebook as well. So there are ways to follow us. And, you know, not only that, we also have the Twitter account and the Instagram account as well. Which I could start linking. But, yeah. <laughs> as Greg was going to say, though, send us discussion ideas, topics for things you want to hear us talk about on these uninhibited episodes. Yeah, uh... We uh we we try to come up with topics to just kind of riff on with our on our own and and sometimes we do. This week was a little tougher because it might have been a blah week for both of us. Yeah, it, was um, a, it was a good fucking week. Good fucking week. Uh, you know the things that have been well, happening. Really good. It wasn't a bad week for me, but it was definitely a uh, uh nothing eventful happened. I had eventful happen. You what? I had eventful happen. You had eventful happen. Yeah, I said I had that, eventful things happen. 
The things part did not come through. Oh, well, I didn't see things, but you said no, nothing eventful happened, and I said I had eventful happen. Very confusing to my brain. I was that's like, all what? right. I that's what I do. Huh? Um, well, I mean, was it eventful to talk, to talk on the podcast about? Yeah, not eventful enough. There I mean, go. well, it's it's major, but I don't want to put all of my business out there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Same here. That's that's my point. Like, I don't want them to nothing... know the results of my fucking gonorrhea test. I mean, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Which I don't have and didn't take one, but, you know, it was a joke. <laughs> I'm aware it's a joke. You don't have to tell me. I know, you taking a gonorrhea test is like, a joke. Oh, shit, he's got gonorrhea. No. <laughs> haven't had it. If our listeners fell for that, I feel bad for our listeners. God bless your heart. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're going to end it there now that we've insulted you. Um, well, some of you, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Let us know if we insulted you. Hit up on social medias. Uh, guys, next week, Josh and I will be back with another episode of All Cued Up, the regular version, where we're going to discuss season two or season three of Glow and season two of uh, Mindhunter. Um, uh, I've, I, I have watched a little bit of Glow so far, uh, which I'm going to try to finish today, but it's, uh, it's looking good. Looking good. Um, I've already finished it, and I'm patiently waiting for Mindhunter. Well, Mindhunter is an hour long. It's like, what, eight hour long episodes? So Eight or nine. I'm like, ten, somewhere in there. I'm like, I gotta finish, I gotta finish Glow before that comes out, so. Um. But yeah, guys, uh, again, uh, Josh, where can they find you online? Well, as I've already mentioned a couple of times uh, during this broadcast, come back to YouTube tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tune into the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel and watch a little show that my friends and I do called MPSP Theater, where we talk about the various nerd pop culture geek topics in the news for the week and generally bust each other's balls in a fun fashion. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook under my regular name, and my profile is public. All of my social media is linked to my public Facebook profile page, so I don't make it too difficult for you to follow me if you're interested in doing so. That's me. Well, what about you, Craig? Uh, go to Google. Type in Google.com. And in the search bar, type in Chub Rock Geek. You will find my Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitch, my Mixer, which I'll get to that in a second. Um, my uh, old articles that I wrote on Mission Start Podcast and other things like that. Also, Mission Start Podcast. I have said in past episodes that we do a live version of the podcast every Wednesday night. That is no longer the case. Due to a series of basically me putting my foot down. Um, we have completely nixed the podcast, or those are the live podcasts. We still do the podcast, but it's going to be a little different, maybe a little bit longer form. But if you go to missionstart.com, do we have that yet? Missionstartpodcast.com or missionstart.com? I'm not sure which yet. We're still fighting that, and I think, I think we got missionstart.com. But anyway, um, you can see all the podcasts there. Also, we have every episode up on Spotify and things like that. But if you go to YouTube and type in Mission Start Tubes, 
you can find the individual segments of the podcast. The segments, you ask, they are news articles. We basically pick something that we want to talk about, um, and we just have a discussion for a brief period of time, and then we move on to another topic. We try to do about four an episode. Uh, we have different segments like the Overwatch Minute and Why You're Wrong. Um, uh, but yeah, if that's something you're interested in, it's all video game based. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely check that out. Um, but yeah, guys, um, I think that's going to do it for the, again, like I said, do it first here. Glow season three, Mind Hunter season two. Go check those out. Join us next week and we'll see you next time. Take care, everybody. <laughs>